0: BS and Beer Media in association with STWF TV, the podcasting network. We present to you BS and Bourbon, and now here's Craig and Dale. Is this still the beer run? Can I do my beer run
1: intro, or you get the wrong? Well, welcome to the beer run, part of the BS and Beer family, the only Saints podcast and YouTube show with a two drink minimum, and takes as bad as if Dale and I were at the combine right now. <laughs> Normally, we have a drop right there. It's cool. It's cool. We're doing this live. Uh, I am the California Cajun. This is Little Dice. How you doing, brother?
0: Craig, we're doing BS and Bourbon.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm the beer run guy, and you brought me on to a show that is usually reserved for someone more famous than I.
0: No, no, no. Your name's in the intro. You're you're on this show. You're good.
1: Well, if that's the case. Then there's yeah, only man. one chance for me to do this. And what I'm going to do is, uh, but how does it sound? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I like it. Right. I like it. Hey, it's, it's right. still BS and beer media. You know, we're mm-hmm. good with that.
1: Just <laughs> so the guy who's probably That's got right. watermelon juice and tequila over there.
0: Oh, maybe, maybe. You never know what I got over here. That's right. Saints fans are taking over. That's right. Y'all know how it is. Everybody get in here. Um, and we're going to talk some Saints here. So, yeah, man, this is... um. It's been a good time. We got the combine going on right now. So, you know, we're watching some guys, the Underwear Olympics, if you Ooh. want to call it that. You know, we've we got some guys out there running, and um, today we have DBs and linebackers running, man. So you got to check anything out on NFL Network, Greg? Right?
1: I mean, it's all nonsense. I don't care what your 40 time is. I care how you play football. Having said that, this is the most I've watched guys in underwear since uh, we were hanging out at your place for that pickup football game. That was Basically ah, the same
0: yeah, way. There we go.
1: There we go. Uh, I'm, you know, 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 the only problem with I it, know my only fans people, here. <laughs> my problem with the, the combine is that other people think it's more important than I do. So guys like Dallas Turner, who had this awesome 40, and I wanted us to draft him, and now I don't know if he's gonna be there at 14 anymore. So that's that's what I hate about the combine. Nope. The best <laughs> players don't do shit anyway. You know, the Jaden Daniels and Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison, they're not doing anything anyway. They're gonna go top three anyway. Who cares? Yeah. Like
0: Yeah, there you go. Lots of Oscar
1: guys, you know. But.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep, we've heard that before too, man. So, but yo, this is BS and Beer Media. You know how we got to get started, man. Craig, what what you're drinking today, man?
1: Oh, see, I was already for a beer run, so I have a whole spiel about this stuff. This is from the seventh tap. It is in Shreveport, Louisiana, which I know is East East Texas, but we're going to count it today. It's called the Cajun. Kolsch? Kolsch. Bro, kolsch. I'm that, from America. I don't know. That can, is can. Insane, It is a German-style Kolsch. It is brewed on Linwood Avenue in beautiful Shreveport, and it's got a crawfish on it, and it looks like a little box of Old Bay, and how can yeah. you not try that? I mean, you have to, right? Right,
0: right, right. exactly. <laughs> see that kind of
1: can, I mean, it's it's going in the cart. It's 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 like magnetism. It just happens. And I'll tell you what, Absolutely it is German-style Kolsch. Uh, it's not the kind of beer that I like, um, but it's pretty good for what it is. And uh, I'm gonna yeah. drink about four of them while we talk about this uh, depressing out season. So,
0: yeah. cheers! <laughs> there we go, man. I, I like it, man. Okay, so I am drinking some peanut butter bourbon whiskey by Sheepdog. Um, Sheepdog. it smells fantastic, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad that they let me you long open these things up,
1: yeah and <laughs> butter whiskey—it's been around for ages. I discovered it like three years ago, and I'm pretty mad that it took me that long. Straight up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, I got this as part of um, a little drink combination I was concocting to do something with hot chocolate and stuff. It's, but it's good. It's, it's great though. So, but this is just, just a uh, whiskey bourbon itself, and uh, it, it's, it's delightful. I must say. Okay.
1: See, as a former bartender, I have got my mixology going through my brain right now. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, okay. So you get a strawberry liqueur and a mm-hmm. peanut butter whiskey, and you mix that together, and you you rim your glass with breadcrumbs, and you got a peanut butter and jelly martini like that. I, that's what I want to try now. That's the next thing that's that I'm not gonna a do. a idea. I don't have any of that not stuff, and I have to buy it all. But that sounds good, and I want to try it.
0: Yeah, I I, I want to say there is a um a whiskey out there that's got peanut it's peanut butter flavor, but They've got like a shot of raspberry or something like that in it Ooh. to give you the peanut butter and jelly effect. Ooh. So
1: see, that's cheating. I want to do it myself. I want to take credit for it. If Someone already made it for <laughs> me. I can't.
0: <laughs> uh, you're you're that you're that home home building kind of guy, almost like uh, Dave the Builder. Um,
1: build a whole house. Dave the Builder. I, no one knows who he is anymore. He hasn't been on the show in like two years. <laughs> and he's not going right, to listen right, to this right. one, so we can say whatever we want about him. Uh, Dave.
0: <laughs> Yep, Dave, Dave sucks. Everybody let him know. <laughs>
1: get a prompt right. of his ad on Twitter just so everybody can go find it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know it's
1: X. I call it Twitter. I don't care.
0: Yeah, yeah. Either one is fine with me. But... Look. <laughs> I'm in my right, man. Let's let's get into the news today. Um What's
1: going on, Facebook our first user topic
0: is Cam Jordan. He got restructured, and this frees up about one point five million dollars in cap space,
1: or about one when studio I saw in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when I saw this come across, I was like, "Oh no, we did it again. We touched his contract. I don't want to touch Cam's contract because he's he's a declining player right now, and I, but do, then I don't you want look to touch his right?
1: contract." And you looked into that. We could, they could have shaved another ten million off of that, and they mm-hmm. didn't.
0: I, I appreciate that. I they're do. taking a
1: little bit of medicine. They, they're they're cutting it back a little bit, but they're taking yeah. some medicine this year. I think, uh, you know, the, the cap's going up, and they're doing a lot of these restructures. A lot of people are thinking they're just going to keep kicking the can down the road like they always do, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with because it works, and the stats show that it works, and I don't care. But it does look like they're working to clean it up a little bit. So you're gonna have to tap that to find something else to talk about next offseason because we'll be in better shape than we were this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, look, man, I, I do appreciate them not restructuring all the money they could possibly have done with him because look, he just he did not play well last last year.
1: Well, he was hurt um, all last year.
0: Regardless of what happened, he, he didn't produce that. All I'm talking about is results on the field, he didn't produce. And yeah. we're we're the in That year league, that Tom Brady
1: broke his ankle and didn't produce the whole year. I'm, I'm glad that New England gave up on him right away too. Jackass.
0: We need a defensive end, a pass rusher, and now we have to go out there and get one some kind of way. Um, and you know, we, we still got our salary cap issues. Since I'm not, I'm not going to call them problems, you know, yeah, issues. There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are challenges and whenever i hear challenge i like to hear opportunity
0: yeah what's that phrase? Yeah, right? hey, you,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't i don't like the word uh problem i like the word opportunity to which i replied uh yes but i have a quite an, an aggressive drinking opportunity to attend to
0: <laughs> yeah all right well oh, think Coach? about it
1: man it's 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 we're gonna get it cleaned up a little bit but this is stuff we have to do right now so it's a little bit of the a little bit of the Cam Jordan stuff, it's only a million and a half. It's gonna add up. I don't know if that means that we can afford one of those Denell Hunter type guys, but it's gonna we're gonna add somebody. So
0: it's Ooh, happening. Oh boy, we can get the Neil Hunter. Man,
1: ah man, that's a big fish, though.
0: <laughs> so yeah, 33 million dollar salary cap increase. Um, this does help the Saints a lot, you know. We had to do a lot less restructuring to get the cap compliance. Um, but it does help the rest of the league too. And, but I, I would say it does, um, cater to the, the argument Saints fans have. Celebrity cap doesn't matter. Cause it's going to keep going up and we can keep borrowing from years and years and years and years because it's never gonna catch up with us.
1: Yeah, it's true. You can do it forever, but yeah, it, I here's, mean, we'll, I uh, want we'll everyone to notice up, that little argue. distinction where Dale said, oh, that's why Saints fan says he says himself separately from the Saints fans. You see that?
0: because I do he's not a agree South with
1: fan who wants us to lose all the time. And it's confirmed <laughs> from that little Freudian slip right there.
0: You're terrible for that, Craig. You're terrible for that. I, I just don't agree that we need to keep, you know, doing our cap like this. But, you know, and look, it, it is what it is. I mean, this, the this commanders a have a for... ton
1: of cap. Do you want to be the commanders every year? When the last time they won anything?
0: That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> kind of matters. You're saying you want to do well, things like teams that aren't doing very well. You no, know, the Panthers. I, I don't want to
0: keep. I don't want to keep kicking the can. I, I don't want to keep doing that. that. There you go. See, kicking the can only yeah. works when you have a quarterback. This is from Will. He's a Patriot fan.
1: Okay, now technically we have a quarterback. He's just not all that great, but he exists. We have one. He's there. I'm actually a pretty big Derek Carr defender over here, uh, and I will get into that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong.
0: (laughs) All right, well, that brings us to our second topic here. The Clint Kubiak offense. All right, I know all of you non-Saints fans I've never heard of Clint Kubiak, but you heard his dad. I know you heard his dad, okay? And this offense is going to revolutionize offense in the wall. No, no, it no. <laughs> I, look, like, I, I was all for the offense now, Craig. I wanted the San Francisco offense now. You know that.
1: Well, I mean, it's it's not the Shanahan offense. It's the Kubiak offense. Like He was a play caller before he was in San Francisco. So, I mean, there's... He's going to bring some of that Minnesota stink with him. (laughs) This sounds like I'm being negative. I'm not, I'm not, but I think people are expecting this to be like this high flying offense all of a sudden. And that's not what this is. It's a, it's a running outside zone kind of offense. It's going to be a lot of running the football, a lot of run the ball and play action. This is what kind of Dennis Allen's wanted to have for a while anyway, but this is the kind of way to, to none of this matters guys. If it works this year, cool and we have Dennis Allen some more years and if it doesn't work this year then everyone's fired anyway so as far as I'm concerned buy into Dennis Allen get off my back about it uh no the guys who are going to benefit from this most are the O line and the running backs right I mean that's what a running team does I, I'm hoping that the change of scenery with the coaches affects some of these busts on uh, the offensive line that we like to bang on about but the, the thing about it, the Shanahan offense, it's it's running the ball first and then it's throwing the ball. And now everybody's expecting this, you know, this return to form like we have Breeze again. We don't. It's not coming.
0: Okay. So you're expecting a more heavy, run heavy offense.
1: Yeah, well, a more effective running game. I don't we ran the ball a lot last year. We just weren't any good, good. at it.
0: Okay. So is Will you're, the Patriots fan? Because I want to talk to him about his team game. before
1: you're going to get up my mentions over here.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we, we, we get to him. <laughs> um, you're expecting more effective run game, but not a more run-heavy offense, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, Derek Carr didn't throw the ball a ton last year anyway. I mean, if you look at the stats and everything like that, it's, what, uh, 25 touchdowns, eight picks. I wouldn't be surprised if that ex- exact stat line just carried over. But the offense was better because we ran the ball better. Okay. Those stats are fine if you're game managing. They're not fine if you're expecting him to move the ball and to be the offense. You know.
0: Okay. But what do you think happens with Kamar?
1: Oh, I think he's actually. I think he's in a good position right now. He's. He. They said when they brought in the coaches, they brought in the new OC. He was in the meetings. He. He was there to discuss it. Oh. He was part of the process. Uh, okay. Underhill and them uh, reported that the other day that he was okay. he's bought in. He's in the building. And you got guys like Kendra Miller, who, if they can stay on the field, are going to take some of the workload off him and let him be explosive again. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a really good year. Um, he's at the same point in his career that McCaffrey was in the same offense that he was in last year, and you saw how McCaffrey was able to thrive in that same kind of offense. The Niners have a better O line and you know better, a lot of better pos- position players than we do, but it's the same kind of system, and I could I could see it being a similar situation where he's able to b- break out a little bit.
0: So who, who, what, what's the other running back beside Kamara you were talking about?
1: Don't do it! Don't you do it?
0: Bust alert! Bust alert! Yep, uh, he talked about Kendrick Miller, so we we had to uh, we're we're bound by contract.
1: It can't end. be a bust in one season. It's nonsense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to all my other Saints fans out there. Know, Cam strong.
1: Jordan had one sack as a rookie. Was he a bust?
0: No, no, he's still he's still going strong, you know, but he's Cam yeah, Jordan. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Ugh>. Kendra Miller <laughs> okay. played like one game healthy, and he looked awesome in it. All right? Just give me some games with Kendra and Miller. That's and you, and, and you did,
0: know what I want. He did look good in that one healthy here. game.
1: You still have Jamal huh? Williams, who was woefully out of position in the offense last year. And maybe with oh, a better oh, oh. scheme, can re- repeat a little bit of a success that he had in Detroit.
0: Well, hold on. We're, we're we're talking about Jamal Williams, who just had how many touchdowns last year? Wait, one. fast alert. fast alert. <laughs> why why are we talking about a guy with one touchdown, Craig? What, what are we doing?
1: What are we doing right Cause now? Because because he's going to have more than one touchdown this year if he's on the roster. That's why. <laughs> Again, and he shouldn't have had that one either. Should have nailed the damn ball. I don't know.
0: That's <laughs> true. I you know
1: no, I don't think we should have kneeled the ball, but I think we shouldn't have done it out of uh, victory. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So, yeah, well, let's yeah, get this. Will, we'll, will brings I knew up I liked you will a, a good point about Kamara. The, the system with Kamara could extend his career for sure. We've seen this with CMC. Now this has been. A comparison they have made during, you know, in fantasy circle, circles. Kamara and, and CMC, we we kind of, well, a few years ago, we kind of put them as 1A, 1B, that kind of thing.
1: I mean, they came out in the same we, year in the draft. Uh, they right. played as division rivals. They were against each other constantly. So, I mean, you right. couldn't avoid those kind of comparisons. And for the most part, Kamara was the better player until Sean Payton left.
0: Okay. So, so now in the, they're going to be in the same system. Mm-hmm. We get to see what AK looks like in the system. And if truly he can replicate what um, what CMC did out in, in, in San Francisco under, under the system. That would be great that we can get that. Going. I
1: mean, a little bit of pumping the brakes a little bit. We don't have San Francisco's O-line, just, just to be clear. So it's not going to mm-hmm. be replicated, but it may be uh, imitated.
0: I mean the, the big the biggest thing on the old line is what their left tackle we don't have one, but um, they have kind of a big one. deal. Well, I, I agree, I agree. But I mean, maybe maybe the the sum of the whole is better than just you know it's having not, that one anchor.
1: It's not you right know? now. It, the sum of ours is is not. But it, dude, we we've got Eric McCoy who is good. Eric McCoy is a right. good center. I would say perhaps a great center. And then you've got Ruiz, who had one good year. And you've got Ramchek, who's fallen apart physically. And you've got Pete, who is now a tackle, who's not even on the roster right now because he's a free agent. Yeah. And then you've got a bust at left tackle and hopefully a rookie last year who was hurt all season is going to play left guard for you. Like, it's just too many question marks. Don't, don't, don't ask me to defend <laughs> the O-line right now because I want to and I can't the way that it is. Sure. I need to see what the new coaches do with them.
0: And well hopefully the system will bring everybody um up to par and and things are gonna look great. Like that's that's what I'm hoping for. So
1: yeah, that's what's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> it's a great system, bro. Like, look, Miami literally played a bunch of games without Toronto Armstead because he misses a bunch of games.
1: Yeah, because that's all he does. That's his job. That's why he's not in, in New Orleans anymore.
0: But they're running that same system. Hey. And they they put up a lot of yards on us. I'll, I'll say Maybe this: we
1: can A, a- chain, a- Chan, the the guy from uh, Florida, yeah, Atlantic, whatever it was. That dude, dude that dude, and Kendra Miller are very similar similar in their skill sets. And I don't, I wouldn't be shocked if, in similar systems, that Kendra Miller has a big breakout too, okay. if he plays. There we go, because he has to play.
0: Getting me excited there, Craig.
1: I'm I'm excited. I
0: want to share this enthusiasm
1: because I'm a Saints fan. I get fired for this stuff, man. We can't lose for like four months. (laughs) This is the this is the fun part. (laughs) We are undefeated until like at least September.
0: That's true. That's true. That's true. (laughs) All right. Keith Williams is the new wide receiver coach in New Orleans. He came from Baltimore. And I know first when you look at it, you're thinking, oh, Baltimore receivers wasn't that good, but this is the same guy who works with Tyreek Hill in off offseason and, like, you know, and this Adams. one of the best receivers. In the, yeah, and Devontae Adams. Yeah, two of the best receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. So if these guys are working with this man in the offseason, imagine what he can do with the young guys. And so how do you see our young receiving core improving? Like right? Mainly so, who?
1: Yeah, so who look, like- I mean, Thomas is gone. Don't worry about Thomas. But Olave is young. Shahid is young. And they're both yeah. really good right now. And we're going into a more run-heavy offense, or at least mm-hmm. a more effective run offense. So I don't know that they're going to really break out in, in a big way. I think a lot of what the – I won't call it the Shanahan offense, whatever the, uh, that offense is going to do. It's going to open up a lot of run-after-the-catch opportunities. And I think Shahid can really excel in that because of his kick return ability. So if I had to pick one that's going to break out, I would probably pick Shahid, actually, even though is a better player. Um, maybe there's more opportunities in this What about
0: A.T. Perry? Ooh. What about A.T. Perry? Because we talk a lot in possession receiver has been mm-hmm. the the buzzword around Saints fans. This, this is what we're looking to get in the draft. But well, I think we'll we already did that last year. You're looking year.
1: for possession and contested catches, and right. you know, run after the catcher kind of stuff. And he's he's got a big frame. He's a big guy, but he's real slight, you know. So I think he might have to put on some pounds if he wants to be that guy. You know, you don't see Good. him get up and start flexing like some guys that we may be losing. <laughs> uh, you know, it's
0: he doesn't, it. he doesn't. But I saw him make a few contested catches last year. That's true. That's true. He zone.
1: played very well in his opportunities. I take nothing from him. I, I'm very excited to see his development. Uh, but I don't yeah. think you can count on it. I think you need to still add more to that, to that part.
0: Okay, so you would you would definitely double up on possession yes as Okay, I would double dip like on 3, That's I mean according to you know our lad's stats here.
1: Yeah, anything under two twenty five is victim weight. All right, I want big boys. I want I want a <laughs> tight end playing receiver.
0: <laughs> I mean that that sounds almost like um, we. I mean we got one of them right? On our on our roster in Jawan Johnson. All
1: right. and You know what? I think there's, there's a real chance. Look, look, tight ends in this offense are asked to block a lot. Jawan Johnson yeah. cannot block very well. So yeah. there's a chance That's they're clear. running Jawan Johnson as a receiver in the slot a lot for those opportunities and Moreau has a much bigger role in this offense. I wouldn't be surprised if, right. if, if one guy on this offense suddenly has a much better season than last year. I would probably would bet on Moreau because he fits the offense better.
0: Okay. Um, well, Camara. Mason Hill.
1: Has, so.
0: what, what what do we think about him as far as a tight end is concerned?
1: I want to believe he's not going to be a tight end, that they're going to okay. have a more creative use for him. You know, I, I, that's, that's my belief, that he was never, ever a tight end. He was a power option quarterback who sometimes they lined up a tight end. And he can run routes and catch the ball, but he was never really a tight end. I never really felt that he belonged there. And I'm hoping that people smarter than me can find better uses for him than Carmichael did. That's my hope. So I don't, I don't even want to think of him in the tight end conversation. To be honest with you.
0: Okay. All right. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the, the depth chart here. I'm really hoping we end up getting another tight end, and I, I would like to see Taysom Hill go more toward the, um, the fullback. Position and let's let's use him like Kyle Juschek and but let's let's get him off the backfield let's
1: plus look. more because he can also run right. options and throw passes. Like
0: yes, he can still do the taste of stuff that he does now. You man, but if you if you have somebody position on the field the creative right. stuff
1: that they did with that fullback, that but with the added in of the most versatile player in the NFL on offense, like that's right. awesome, and that could be something yeah. really there for people smarter than Pete Carmichael. I really hope that there's something there. Yep. That'd be awesome. Yep.
0: It, it would be really, really nice, man.
1: Now, we're going to work out his contract a little bit because it's expensive right now. So I don't know if we, yes. we spread some of that money around or not. But, oh, what a, what a segue. Exactly.
0: exactly. Great segue there, Craig. You are a professional, I must say.
1: <laughs> I do a podcast once a month and I'm great at them.
0: Yeah, yeah. So who stays and who goes? Um, And we're really looking at you know the rumors because we, we we're hearing Lattimore may be traded because they they restructured his contract to allow for that to happen. But you also got guys like Taysom Hill. Um, how how do they handle him? Because his cap number is fifteen million dollars this season. Uh, he's got two voided years after this after this year. So how do the Saints handle him? I mean. You got a fifty million hit right now, and then you got two boy years coming, which is going to lead to dead money. Will Saints extend him to hold on to him, make the cap hit a little bit less, um, get rid of those boy years, that kind of thing? What do you expect to see?
1: So it really comes down to uh, Kubiak and the offense and if they really have a vision for what they want to use him for. Because if they have a plan and like, hey, this guy's awesome, we're going to make a weapon out of this dude. If they have a plan for him, I think you extend him. I think there's no question. You you yeah, it'll spread the money around. You know, you can play with the the numbers however you want to do and you keep him in the building. If they don't have a plan for him, I think you ask him to take a pay cut and you take your medicine when he walks next year. Okay, I think that's the only that's those kind of the only two options. Is you can't pay him 15 for for what he's doing for you right now. So either his nice. role expands that he's worth the money and you extend him, or it doesn't and you don't.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the like post June first cut for uh Taysom Hill. Um, it'll just be a uh five million dollar cap hit there. So um I could have just give put us cut and room him. with how valuable yeah. he has been
1: to the team recently. I just it, it seems wild that you're gonna feel so much better about your offense that you can just cut a guy like that.
0: Well, it's it's not It's not for that, it's because of money, really. I mean, we we this whole quarterback thing screwed him up as far as contract is concerned. Yeah. Um, that 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 screwed everything up. And I mean, he he really should, you know, be getting less money. But you know, once you owe somebody money and and it's already on the books, they have less less reason to renegotiate and and come down off that number, uh, because they've got the upper hand. So maybe something like adding years um, of, you know, security for a player, I mean, maybe that can get him to renegotiate the deal. And
1: I think that's the most likely is that he gets extended and that money gets spread out. Um, I don't think he gets cut. I don't think there's any way he gets cut. I think if, Mm -hmm. if we take, ask him to take a pay cut and not extend him, I think at that situation, he declines. He says, no, screw you guys. Give me my money. I think with him, he might get traded for a seventh round pick. I'll, you know, uh, CJ <laughs> Gardner Johnson or whatnot, but I don't think there's any scenario where you just let a guy like that out walk out the door or he's, he's in Denver a week later, you know,
0: oh, I mean, probably. So you're probably right about that. I mean, look, he is going to, he's going to take anybody we cut. Right?
1: <laughs> that's, I mean, that's how he didn't, works. Didn't that's he have Callaway work. for a while last year too?
0: <laughs> yeah. he Yeah. He had, he yeah. Had Callaway. Um, now, I want to say he had Kirkwood for a minute and I'll uh, let him go.
1: I'll <laughs> have, you know, I was in the building for Kirkwood's only touchdown last season and uh, yeah, it was glorious. Good game. Good game to go to.
0: Yeah. So um, of the, of the wide receivers, do you think Kirkwood can take a step or. No. Okay.
1: I like uh, Kirkwood. So- I, I like what he offers, especially for the offense that we're in. It's going to be a lot of run. You don't mm-hmm. want to have receivers that can block. But I, th- I think between his age and his ceiling, I, I I wouldn't expect to see him around. Like the guy. I appreciate what he's done for the team. I don't expect to see him back.
0: Oh, all right. I just I just came up with this 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 question, just now looking at the uh, depth chart here, Craig. Now, last year, we signed Trey Turner, former LSU Tiger, Trey Turner. Yes. And he got injured. Like, yes. really, really early in camp. Mm-hmm. So, do you think the Saints would re-sign Trey Turner?
1: I would very much like that. I don't know that it's going to happen. Uh, he's coming off that injury. There might be a market for him. There might not. Um, I would very much like to re-sign him. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of his. And I think that interior O-line depth is a huge need for this team. It, no, yeah. we won't, no one wants to talk about it, but I think the depth of the interior O-line is big. Yeah, I don't think I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, I'd like to, personally.
0: I'd say depth on the old line, period, is big because you know I mean, there's kind of we some got, yeah question marks. There's question marks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: true. You have you have flexibility with tackle, even though everyone's a question mark. But I feel like there's not even a lot of like like who's Ruiz backup, Salvador, Sal, Sal- Salvaderry. But you're kind of right. hoping he starts at left guard. So now who's his backup? Uh, Max Garcia, I guess. It didn't uh, be Hurst
0: at that point, right?
1: I don't want Hurst on the team, so hopefully
0: not. <laughs> I mean, look, if I think I think if we're putting Hurst to the bench for somebody else, I mean, I, I think I think we're, it's an upgrade.
1: I don't want Hurst I on think, the bench. I, think, I want I want Hurst in the the stands watching the game with me because I've seen <laughs> enough. I,
0: I think he's fine coming off the bench. I think the problem is putting him in as a starter. That's the problem. And, and we've done uh, In a perfect
1: world, whoever's on your bench doesn't matter. So yeah, sure, I'll yeah. fine make him the backup. He's a good backup because he can play every spot. He can't play any of them very well, but he can play all of them.
0: Yeah, and and that's what you that's what you're asking for in a backup in the NFL. Yeah.
1: Like your your sixth man <laughs> needs to be versatile, even if he sucks.
0: Yep. Yep. There, there you go. Look, and a lot of uh, nimble three hundred footers out there that can. Um, they got power and, and has speed, so. <laughs> I'm right here,
1: buddy. I'm right here. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. All right. Well, that's all I've got for today, Craig. You got anything else, man?
1: That's I, go I thought we were gonna go through uh, the Lattimore trade and Michael Thomas and players leaving and going. We're not doing none of that today. I, I,
0: I thought we, I thought we did talk about that. My bad. <laughs>
1: You were talking about Lattimore? Okay, well. I drink a lot, guys. So sometimes I miss these segments.
0: <laughs> Alright, so the the do you expect Lattimore to get traded?
1: I do. Because I don't okay. want him to be traded. But I think the okay. lack of draft picks this year is going to push their hand a little bit. Mm-hmm. You pick first and second round and you'll only get the second because of a trade. And then you don't have anything else until maybe the fourth and fifth. Probably the fifth. Like That's... For an aging team that has a lot of holes, I don't know how you can stand pat with that. I mean, you're either trading next year's assets to move up into you know, round three or you're trading players to move up to those rounds. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, from from what we we're hearing, that it might just be he doesn't want to be here anymore, that he's taken his time coming back from injuries and hasn't really pushed to get back on the field. You know, if that's all true, then get them, get them the fuck out of here. Get guys who want to be on this team and on the field, you know. I hope that's not the case because yeah. he's great and I want him to play for the saints, but if you don't want to be here, don't be here.
0: Yeah. I get, I get Michael Thomas vibes from Lattimore. And Ugh. I, I mean, as it turns out, we held on to Mike Thomas too long because, Ugh. you know, you see all the stuff he tweeted about car and everything like that. Like we, I don't think we need that on the team, man. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm anyone who listens to the show before, Well, well, no, I am a huge Mike Thomas fan. He was my favorite current player on the Saints for years, despite not playing O line. And (laughs) yeah, I just, I think that, I think that's over with. You know, I think taking shots at your quarterback while you're injured on the couch is, is not, it's not a good look, you know? And and I love Michael Thomas. I got an autographed jersey in my closet right now for Michael Thomas. And it sucks, but I think he needs to go play for the Chiefs. And then those six games he plays for the Chiefs are going to be really fun.
0: There it is. There it is. But yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm in agreement with you. Um, get him, get him out of here. And I mean, anybody else who who may feel that way, man. Because look, you, you can't you can't have that in the locker room, bro. You got you even if you
1: agree here, with those guys. Even if you agree with Jameis Winston telling Dennis Allen mm-hmm. to pound sand. Even if you agree with Michael Thomas saying that Derek Carr's booty. Even if you agree with Marshawn Lattimore also saying that Derek <laughs> that Dennis Allen's booty. Oh, it, it's fine. That's fine, but you can't have it on the team. You can like those players when they go play in Philadelphia or whatever because the the team itself has to stay together or we got no chance. So even if it's behind a Dennis Allen head coach, you still got to be in line with the head coach.
0: Jameis Winston gone, in your opinion?
1: Oh, for sure. The only way he comes back is if there's just no market for him. There's a ton of quarterbacks available right now. Um, But But there won't be a market for him. <laughs> I love James Winston. I think he's so fun. I think he is he is just such a positive person. I want to hug him. You know, he just he's always smiling. He's always positive. Uh, but you can't you can't openly mutiny your head coach on the field and then come back the next year. You're gone. <laughs> dumb, just dumb. You get you can't. Mm. And if Dennis Allen yeah. brings him back, then it says more about Dennis Allen than anybody else. Mm. Hey, this guy blew you off and made you look like an asshole on, on national television. Um, but you're a bitch, so you're gonna let him bring him back anyway. Golly, Dennis Allen cannot let him come back on this team. the, the optics on that are ridiculous.
0: <laughs> oh man. So I, I I don't believe there will be a market for Winston, bro, because if there was not any last time at all, well, there's a lot of people I talking thought that about was a uh, Sam Darnold right now. Because
1: Darnold um was in that yeah, same because,
0: in right. Uh, that that's the reason why, because <laughs> he's familiar. Yeah, with I would hits. be
1: fine with that. I, I think he'd probably want to stay in San Francisco, but mm-hmm. you know that I'd be fine with that. Uh, I mean, it's hopefully your backup doesn't matter because hopefully your starter plays healthy. Derek Carr stays healthy this year. We're playoff team. That's I, I got. I would bet any kind of money that no one could ever collect on because that's a hypothetical. But I guarantee it, man. If Derek if Derek Carr didn't get hurt in Green Bay and then play hurt for a few weeks that looked like shit afterwards is a much better team
0: well the one thing i know about this offense is they preach getting rid of the ball quickly it's a lot of predefined reads three step Um, drop yes and help hell one step drops like as soon as the quarterback get the ball the thing coming out like I'm, i'm telling you it's like really defined reads and stuff um You hear this from a lot of coaches. It's it's really player friendly. um, Easy to teach. That kind of thing. And this is probably how you saw Brock Purdy pick things up and and look pretty good in his offense because he's running offense. He's not um, painting outside the lines. Put it that way.
1: I mean, you saw how Jimmy Garoppolo went from being a big deal to now he's a free agent again because he was in that offense and it's very quarterback friendly.
0: You go. Here's, here's
1: you go. a stat that uh, I heard from Nick Underhill uh, who I quote a lot on this show even though I kind of despise him. Uh, <laughs> on three step drops in his career Derek Carr has a better completion percentage on three step drops only than Drew Brees.
0: Yeah. 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 Get, get the ball out, bro. Get I'm just
1: saying out, if he happens to be good at that and this offense is going to do a crap ton of it that could be good. I'm just saying, don't 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 hey don't look at me, look at Dale, all right, wherever direction he is.
0: <laughs> look, you know me, Craig. I am all about the quarterback getting the ball out so the linemen don't have to block that long. Yeah, crap out.
1: I played in offenses like that, and it is glorious. Do you right. know you don't know, that, that kick step? It's more it's more of a of a punch. You get to hit a little bit, yeah. you know. You you don't have to worry about. You know, making sure your feet are set and you got the lane behind you because you can go hit somebody because, you know, the ball's coming out. It's glorious. I love it. <laughs> I miss it. it. Makes me want to play football again, guys.
0: Oh, man. There you go. That was definitely a problem with Derek Carl last year, holding the damn ball too, long. He the ball too This long. offense, we should not have that excuse, bro. He didn't he hold it like Teddy
1: Bridgewater, out. but, man, he held it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he held that sucker, so. All right. Now. I am definitely out of things to talk about, Craig. Do you have anything <laughs> uh, else? <laughs> no one asked me for the record.
1: Michael Thomas definitely gone. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And that sucks, but he has to at this point.
0: That's right. That's right. All right, well,
1: this... this uh... <laughs> Put him in the hall.
0: <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs>
1: this guy. Uh, well, I don't have if if you don't have anything, I don't have my beer run outro because this ain't the beer run. So I'm gonna say uh, thank you to the BSM Beer Network for allowing us. Thank you for uh, Sports Talk with Friends and all everybody. Uh, shout out to our other shows on the network like uh, Frenemies, like uh, the Beer Run because that's the best show on this network.
0: Yeah, I like that show.
1: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> one day you'll let, let me do it again. Uh, and <laughs> and our outro. Thanks, there, we guys. Cheers. there we go. There
0: we go. All right. We'll see y'all later. Remember to follow us on social media at BSNB Media. Also, smash the like button on YouTube and share with friends.